0: So, um, the series revolves around uh, Jesse Custer, who is a Texan preacher in a church, who meets Cassidy, an Irish guy, who later turns out to be a vampire, um, which is a pretty fun thing, but more on that later. Um, And then Jesse acquires the power of Genesis, which is a heavenly being which hasn't fully been explained yet, but again, I'm assuming it will next season. Um, acquires the powers of a heavenly being that gives him the word of God, which they call it in the comics because it's like, um, oh, it's almost like you have the word of God and something in the sermon he was doing. And then later on, they're like, oh, you actually do have the word of God. Um, and basically, whatever he tells people to do, they'll do literally. So if he says, go and count every grain of sand on a beach, and don't leave until you're done, they will spend the rest of their life on that beach counting the sand, individual sand grains. And that happens in the comics as well. It's a pretty fun bit. Um, Ex-hit woman, girlfriend, they have a history, but they're not really boyfriend and girlfriend anymore. They've sort of separated for reasons unknown at this point. Am I missing anything?
1: uh, No, that's pretty much it. And Season one is just kind of an introduction to him
0: yeah, yeah.
1: using these powers. He doesn't necessarily know that he has it straight away, but it's it's only like episode 2 or 3 where he finally figures out that he's got some power. I mean, what what did you think about the show?
0: It was an interesting one. Um, it was a lot slower than I expected, but with, we ended up at the right place, so it made the whole journey worth it, in my opinion.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely definitely slow for me at the start. <laughs> yeah, I voiced that several had. times. Yeah. Um, was, there was a lot of build-up, I, I felt like. Yeah. It didn't necessarily build to anything. Yeah, a lot Movement, of it didn't pay off then, for a um, while. Yeah. Um, I thought it was a lot of, a lot of unnecessary um, moments that just like, mm. weren't needed. Like the, the woman in the um, the bed. I don't know what was wrong with the one who couldn't open her eyes, basically. Yeah, yeah. I didn't really understand. That, it didn't go anywhere. We thought when God came back at the end and showed up in
0: that weird hologram thing, which we'll probably talk about later, because how can you not? Um, that I thought she was going to get healed or something, which is why the brought her in it, but then obviously that didn't happen, so she seemed completely pointless, so I agree with what you mean. Yeah,
1: Yeah. and then obviously the the blast at the end yeah pretty much killing the town
0: yeah (laughs) all the people they're all
1: dead (laughs) yeah so it was just a a bit unnecessary
0: Um, (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) yeah, i I did i did appreciate the the sort of the main characters and how it's set up them like obviously jesse yeah
0: Yeah.
1: like jesse's obviously probably from watching the show he's obviously the main character but he's my favorite oh yeah um and then you've got cassidy and then you've got Chewbacca. is my favourite. Yeah, I would, I would say those are the three main characters. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, the, Dominic Cooper, isn't it? Who plays? Mm-hmm, yeah, I think War was, Howard Stark. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. Obviously, I've never read the comics, so like, you kind of come in a bit. But I quite liked uh, the choice.
0: I think it captured the essence of the character, although it was a very, very, very different betrayal. Um, because in the comics, Jesse is not an absolute arse um mm-hmm. he's a good person that wants to do it right whereas in this he just starts mowing down a load of people with an assault rifle um <laughs> yeah he, he, he just does not care he's pretty harsh to tulip and everything whereas in the comics you can see he actually does care but i think it worked more with what this show was going for um because obviously it doesn't you're not going to engage too many casual viewers of a TV show if your character's a goody-goody-two-shoes. I mean, look at like, Man of Steel and stuff. I had to make him a bit darker yeah, um, in order to capture the interest. And so if you have someone who's always doing what's good and always doing what's right, a couple of exceptions, then it could probably be a bit stale. So I liked what they did. Um, looks-wise, he kind of fit. Um, in that last episode when they had the flashback and he had his longer hair. I'm, I'm very much like that. I think I said that when we were watching it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um,
0: very much more fit with the character and the way he looks. Because it's, I mean, it's quite an iconic look.
1: The I felt like the darker tone with Jesse as well, it, it came at a weird point. Like, <laughs> well, I mean, it, it was it was... Switching between his sort of good side, he obviously started out as a preacher, and it was um it was shown flashbacks, yeah. like his he's, he's past involving his his dad, um, and what it's, went on it's, there.
0: It's a really weird way they're doing that. Yeah, like it's it's given tiny snapshots of it, which kind of works because it's like, oh, what else happened? This needs more explanation. But I feel like it, the way it's doing it, it's going to lead to some really wrong interpretations. I mean look at one division when you give tiny little nuggets of information, people start to theorize and then get let down by what actually happens. Yeah. So I... although you're not going to be let down by this, it's difficult to come anywhere close with a guess as to where it's going to go from what we we'll have so far.
1: Yeah, I felt like the way they were doing it as well. It was like he was almost grieving. Yeah. But I didn't get that impression that he was grieving, if you get what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, um, um,
0: minus spoilers here for the comics and probably future seasons, I'm going to try and keep it as, as brief as possible, because obviously Danny has absolutely no idea what's going to happen. <laughs> um, he did like his parents a lot. And he is grieving them. Ah. Um, but I agree, he didn't get that much from this. Um, And it's weird that there's been no real mentions of the stuff that hasn't been explained yet, whereas in the comics it's sort of like littered throughout at the start. Because I think it's volume two, because in my book it's the first two volumes. It's volume two that you get his backstory. But through volume one, there's a couple of little references here and there. Cassidy very much is my favourite character. He's a wisecrack and lovable rogue that is completely, does some terrible things. Um, But you just can't help but love him. And he's Irish. That always helps.
1: Yeah. I mean, there was a big <laughs> switch from Cassidy being the sort of lovable, funny character to then being a sort of savage vampire. Which yeah, he obviously yeah. is a vampire and that wasn't kind of highlighted it when he was when first introduced. And he was yeah. just introduced as this comedic character and then all of a sudden he's like this creepy sort of scary guy. Yeah.
0: It was your t- your reaction as well in the when he's first introduced on the plane and there's all the vampire hunters that are coming from. And you just thought he was like a random psycho and then he just starts biting into yeah. the, the guy's
1: neck. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't expect like a vampire to be in this series. Yeah. Like it, like honestly I thought it was gonna be um a sort of show like Punisher where yeah. you've got a preacher who has this power and he goes around like interrogating people and forcing them to like obey God, which was kind of like what happened in season one. But
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. they did Not... more of that in season one than they've actually done in the comics, because he's very much a I need to do what's righteous and what's right, and if I go around abusing this power, then I'm no more responsible than God. And God clearly isn't responsible because he's abandoned, where, Yeah. So... There's an explanation for why he doesn't do that in the comics, but because they haven't given that explanation yet, and they're doing these sort of like they're slowly building them up, it makes sense that they've got him going around doing like villain of the week kind of things. Oh, there's an abuser here, there's a child molester here. Um, yeah, and you use these powers on them.
1: I mean, I mean, um, Cassidy. Cassidy and Jesse are a good combo as well. Like, oh,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Um, but then that, so I would say they're a good duo, but then you've got now set up the trio with like, yeah, up. yeah. Um, she she was introduced quite, quite well. I think the I, I was confused at first what was going on when she shows up to that house and she's being yeah. hunted by guys and there's like a helicopter, helicopter after her, but like then you explained that she was a, a ex hit woman, so I was like, oh, okay, well,
0: I'm, I'm assuming she is in the show because it's much clearer. In the, in the comics where the first like explanation of her character is literally her blowing the bottom jaw off a guy in a car oh. um, because obviously he was a hit and then runs off, gets in a car, which happens to be being driven by Cassidy, who she then meets. They drive off to Anvil um, to go and find Jesse I think, if I'm remembering right and yeah. to see that the church is blown up, see Jesse lying there, now with Genesis take him in drive off and talk for a bit, and they end off in the diner, which is at the end of season one, but is also chronologically... Not chronologically, like, in terms of the comic, the first thing that happens, they're in the diner. Yeah. So hopefully there's a clearer explanation of Tulip's character, because I don't think it's actually mentioned at all yet, that she's a hitwoman. Like, they've kind of said and shown things, but I don't think they've actually...
1: Uh, it seems she's got that action, like behind her. Yeah, she'd, yeah. She'd used to sort of. Well, she built a sort of what was it? A rocket launcher out of tin cans. Good point. Yeah, um, yeah. So she's definitely got that experience. Uh, but yeah, there's definitely more that they can like explore. Yeah, with that character ex-
0: exploring more characters. Um, they give a lot more backstory to Saint of Killers than they have in the comics. Uh, or at least to where I've read. Um, for for context, I'm actually only. I've only read book one because I did know going into this, this would only focus, season one would only focus on the first half of the first book. So I didn't particularly rush ahead and I didn't yeah. get too many spoilers or know too much about it. But I knew what was needed for this adaptation so far. Um, So I haven't had much explanation on him in the comics, but obviously we've had his kind of family, his history, him being in hell and now coming out of it. Whereas in the comics, his first appearance is again, pretty much the end of season one, him looking for Jesse and just absolutely mowing down guys. Like, he's super fast. Um, got pe- Police officers have their rifles trained on him and he's just going around spinning his gun and everything and just <laughs> shooting them all. Absolute beast. We've seen yeah. a bit of that, but I have a feeling we're going to see more of that soon.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, Saint of uh, Saint of Killers, like, he was kind of... That's that's another thing as well. The the did the the throwbacks with Jesse and his his dad and it's sort of all yeah. connected. But then we also got flashbacks to the Saint of Killers, and we obviously knew it was set in a different time period. And so that was a big question for me. Is like how is that going to connect? Yeah, how is it gonna? It was the same town of Ratwater that he was sort of living in, and what and obviously Jesse lives in in the the present. So mm-hmm. I was wondering how like they were going to be brought together, and then. The, this is a spoiler, but the the end of I think it was was episode nine, where the two agents go down to hell, and yeah, it I think it and been again, yeah. And it, and it all sort of pieces the puzzle, and you kind of it's he's it, stuck in a hell loop basically. He's in hell, and yeah. um, I just I just loved the way that scene sort of worked. And I think you said as well it would have been better if that episode ended. Where the request his help to kill the preacher. Yeah,
0: yeah. How how did they end it again?
1: It was they were hiding the body. The oh the body yeah, yeah. That was a, that was a weird ordering for the ending. Yeah. And then it went straight into episode ten, and we were confused because yeah, we didn't Je- uh, Cassidy was caught by the police. We saw Jesse on the run, but we didn't see how they went from hiding the body to yeah. then being caught. I'm assuming they were just court after after that. Yeah, I literally had to take the Reddit to find an
0: explanation for that. That's where I found yeah. the explanation that I found. Someone was like, please help, I don't understand the finale of season yeah. one.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it was definitely a, a good... I wouldn't rate the show very highly for, for personal preference. Really? Like, I mean, uh, it was a good show and I enjoyed it, but I like a show that kind of gets into it, like near the beginning. Uh, I understand. Uh, yeah. I understand. They've got to have a few episodes to kind of build it up. But yeah. I felt like the whole season was doing that. And like, I'm I'm assuming the reason they're doing that is because it's a big comic series and they want to build up this sort of world. Yeah. Well, then if you look at like the boys, like that's also a big comic universe. The boys is
0: very very different to the comics.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> and I'm, like
0: I'm a, we're probably gonna do a review on that at some point as well.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, I've still got to finish season two, to be honest.
0: So bad, I'm still one episode in. Shamefully. Oh well.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like, see, so look at the boys. That is a big comic universe, and they didn't necessarily take the whole season to build up. They just got straight yeah. into it. Yeah. And I felt like Preacher was taking the whole season to try and get into this sort of what what the comics are yeah, doing. Yeah. So that's why I'm definitely looking forward to season two. I think it's definitely picked up now, and it's oh, more, yeah. more of my sort of thing. So season two is going to be like really good. I mean, in terms of theorizing, we know, we know, we know that season two they're going to go after God. They're going to go try mm-hmm. and find God. There's going to be and some then, interactions with
0: say T- the killers and Jesse. There's got to be.
1: Yeah. Well, I feel like he's definitely he's going to well. Like I said, he's not going to necessarily be on the run. Uh, he's going to be on the run from the Saint of Killers, but yeah. he obviously doesn't know he exists. So I feel like yeah. they're going to interact at some point, and then they're going to be on a sort of wild goose chase.
0: See, I, d- I don't know if they're going to stick to the comics at all with the next season, because I know that they're following more closely-ish. But like I said like I said before, when I was looking up to see if a certain character was in season two, which is who who's in the first volume, they don't seem to be in it, which is raising questions as to how closely they're going to stick to the actual plot, or whether they're going to just continue with the general idea of what happens. He's looking for God. Saint Nicholas is coming with him. Things are unravelled, but they're just doing it in a slightly different way. Yeah. So the 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 first volume in the comics is a serial killer that's going around cutting off body parts of people um, and sending them to police and family members and stuff. Um, and there's some pretty good twists with that. Book uh, I mean, two is Origins of Jesse, and I do know that happens in season three because I've seen the cast. So that's definitely coming, and that's definitely my favorite part of the book as well so far.
1: Yeah, let's hope, let's hope that so there's more blood and go in season. Oh, two. yeah, yeah, because it definitely that's, fits. That's the be. Dark, it definitely fits the dark theme, the dark vibe yeah. going on. Yeah. And I felt like the the sort of second half of season one was definitely going going darker. Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, it's Garth Ennis. He's known for like Preacher, The Boys. He did a run of Constantine yeah. at some point. He's done the darkest run of Punisher. Um,
1: you can't go light on him. Yeah, I think that's it, isn't it? So out, done...
0: out, of, out of ten, what would you rate
1: the season? Ooh. Out of ten, I would probably give it a. Seven out of ten.
0: Oh, okay. I was expecting a bit lower. I'd probably give it a seven as well.
1: Okay, good matching. Yeah, yeah, I'd, yeah. Like I said before, I think if it got sort of if it, if it took a few episodes to get into the sort of backstory and set it up, and then from yeah. there just picked up, I would have probably give it higher, maybe maybe an eight. But course, because it was yeah, so yeah. slow. I'm, yeah. I'm going to stick with the seven. And then we'll see what season two is like. Maybe I'm like, um, change my opinion. and Yeah. Maybe season two will be higher. I don't know.
0: Keep your eyes peeled for the review of season two coming at some point.